Welcome to the Be Smart Podcast. I'm Jared Dillian, and this show is about how not to be an idiot with your money. Because there's a lot of that going around. Shit is expensive, man. It's uh, Inflation is taking hold. So I was just in Los Angeles, and California is probably the most expensive state in the country, and Los Angeles is maybe not the most expensive city. San Francisco probably is, but it's really expensive. So the first night I was there, I was meeting a couple of guys for dinner in Santa Monica. There's an Italian restaurant called Capo, and it was a wonderful restaurant. So I get there, and I open up the menu, and I look at the menu, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> like, there's everything on the menu was like 70 to $90 for an entree, including pasta. Pasta was like 90 bucks, and I'm like, what the fuck? Are you serious? <laughs> it was expensive. I went out, so I, I was walking down the street, and I went into a seafood place, and I got a couple of sushi rolls. Sushi roll, $22 for one sushi roll. $44 for two sushi rolls. It ended up being like a $60 lunch. Man. Uh, gas is five twenty-five a gallon. Actually, the best story about L.A. that I've heard, it, I didn't experience this personally, but uh, somebody wrote in and said that they spent $18.50 on avocado toast. So it is nuts. Now, I've never understood California. I mean, part of it is the weather tax. You know, in L.A., it's 70 degrees and sunny every single day of the year, and people pay a lot to live there because of the weather. The weather is awesome. What a lot of people don't realize is that the weather is pretty awesome in South Carolina. It's like that six months out of the year, and three months out of the year, it's hot and shitty, and three months out of the year, it's kind of on the cold side. But six months out of the year, it's just like California, and it's the same latitude. California is a very wealthy state. So its economy alone would be the sixth biggest economy in the world. Now, I'm sure you saw the inflation number a while back, 6.8%, which is the highest in 39 years. Biden said that he thinks that inflation is peaking because Biden has his finger on the pulse of the economy. He has no idea if it is peaking or not. Yeah, who knows? You know, I mean, President Obama actually called the bottom in stocks in 2009. So stranger things have happened. Don't worry. This isn't going to be a discussion about macro bullshit. I'm talking about the practical aspect of things getting more expensive. So wages have been going up. People have been getting paid more. But prices are going up faster than wages. So it feels like we're getting richer because we're getting paid more, but we're actually not. We're getting poorer. So if wages are going up 4% a year, prices are going up 6% a year, we're actually losing ground. And prices have gone up in what? They've gone up in two things, food and energy, the things that people need the most. Now, stocks have been going up a lot, and crypto was going up a lot until the last couple of weeks, so people are getting richer, but only if you own stocks and crypto. You know who doesn't own stocks and crypto? People with very low incomes. So they have no wealth effect, but they are getting hit with price increases on food and energy, and they are getting killed. This isn't macro bullshit. One thing I've been saying all along is that the Fed is a bunch of idiots, 
because they think they actually think this. They think that inflation helps out the average Joe. They honestly believe it and it doesn't. It helps out rich people. It's making inequality worse. And these people in the Biden administration genuinely believe they're helping people out by creating inflation. It's nuts. And inequality makes politics get more radical. But we're not going to talk about politics today either. What do you do in an inflationary environment? You buy assets. What if you don't have enough money to buy assets? Then you bend over because there is nothing you can do. I'm being serious. I realize I'm the personal finance guy and I'm supposed to have an answer for this. But there is no answer. There's really nothing you can do about inflation. There's nothing you can do. You can buy gold, you can buy crypto, you can buy stocks, you can play this wealth effect game, but there's no place to hide. And what a lot of people do is substitution. So beef has gotten a lot more expensive, so people buy chicken instead, but ultimately you can't escape. It's a big shit sandwich and we're all gonna have to take a bite. If prices go up 7% a year, they're going to double in about 10 years. So if your rent is $1,500 a month today, it's going to be $3,000 a month 10 years from now. And of course, at some point, some people are going to get sick of it. And in 1979, people were pretty sick of it. They were ready to take their medicine. One thing I say all the time is that this is going to continue, this is very important, this is going to continue until the pain of inflation is greater than the pain of recession. Because in order to end this inflation, we need to cause a recession. It's not an error, we need to have a recession in order to end the inflation. And it's gotta be a big one, it's gotta be a big recession. The leadership in this country does not understand this. You may want inflation to simply go away, but it's not going to go away without a massive recession. One day we will get to that point. One day we will fear recession less than we fear inflation. So we have a long way to go. In the meantime, I'm gonna keep paying $22 for sushi rolls this month. We'll see how much they cost next month. I wanna talk for a minute about the concept of supply-side economics, because most people don't understand what that is. Now, when you mentioned supply-side economics to people, they think about the tax cuts in the 80s, but it's a bigger philosophy about how every economic problem in the world can be solved by more supply. If gas prices are too high, then increase the supply of gas problem solved. If beef prices are too high, then increase the supply of beef, problem solved. Now, the funny thing about the beef situation, it's interesting because we actually do have a large supply of beef. The problem is, is that we can't get it from the ranches to your plate without going through a bunch of steps in between, and those steps are all messed up, and that's what's called the supply chain. It's problems with slaughterhouses, it's problems with packaging, it's problems with transportation. All of this is leading to shortages of beef. So how do you make the supply chain problems go away? Well, it'll work itself out over time because inventories will go up. But in the meantime, how you fix the supply chain problem is you raise interest rates. You see, there is a theory going around in the financial community that most of the supply chain problems are demand driven. And we created so much demand by handing out 
trillions in free cash and this money is sloshing around the economy and it's driving up demand. And if you want the demand to go away, you have to hike interest rates, which gets us back to square one. We're going to have a recession. So these are our choices, inflation or recession. How do we get here? We got here because a bunch of professors decided about 10 years ago that inflation was a good thing. So they've been trying their hardest to create inflation. They've spent the last 10 years trying to create inflation and now it is out of control. And the lesson here, which I think should be obvious, is that you should never put professors in charge of anything. Okay, Woodrow Wilson is a pretty good example. I know lots of professors. I can't even say that most of them are nice people. And they have these ideas. They have ideas on how the world should be run. And the worst of all the professors, the worst of all the professors are the physics professors. Because when you understand the universe's most elemental truths, you think you understand all truths including stuff that cannot be explained empirically like economics and human behavior. If a physics professor ever became president, we would have war, hyperinflation, and totalitarianism within two years. Anyway, I got off topic. Good luck out there with the inflation. There is nothing you can do about it, unfortunately. If you really wanted to do something about it, you would write to your senator and tell them to make sure some normal people got on the Fed. Bankers and business people, private sector people, no more professors, no more professors on the Fed, no more professors in charge of anything. You've been listening to the Be Smart Podcast. I'm Jared Dillian. See you next time.